All right. Is that better? Yes, I think so. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, you ready to rock and roll? Dude, that's a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> the delay is not nearly as bad. Exactly, exactly. The the internet, you know, sometimes it's good. So it it, go, it goes like this, you know. It's a it's a it's an ongoing yep. issue. You know what I'm saying? Um. <clears throat> anyway, I'm gonna jump right into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And of course, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button on our Facebook page. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch or Twitter, hit that follow button. And of course, hit that subscribe button as well. Anyway, I am very, very blessed to have this gentleman on. He's here to talk about PowerPlex. I'm very excited about this gentleman coming on to talk about what they're doing for graduation this time of year. Uh, this time, it's going to be something very interesting. So please welcome Dan Buck to the show. How you doing, my brother? I'm great, Pascal. How are you doing? Staying safe and busy, it looks like. Huh? Yes, always staying busy, always staying busy. It's a, It's a... You know, I'm lucky to have the radio show. Uh, you know, if I wasn't doing this, I don't know. I'd probably be going insane. You know what I'm saying? Man, it, one thing you love to do, brother, is talk. I know that and, and talk to people and talk about what's good about our community. And exactly. You're a blessing to this region, my friend. Oh, thank you, Dan. I really appreciate that. So tell me a little bit about this PowerPlex. What's what's going on? Tell me a little bit about it. Well, you know, it's an exciting, super exciting project. We've got, uh, obviously, um, a lot of youth sports in this world. It's the fastest growing sector of the American tourism market. And unfortunately, St. Louis is really not in the game. Uh, you know, we're getting our butts kicked every week by the likes of Peoria, Illinois, and, and Westfield, Indiana, and South Haven, Mississippi. And, you know, we just felt it was due time that St. Louis, as great of a sports town as it is, and so many of uh, families and hundreds of thousands of families in our region that play youth sports, we, they deserve a first-class venue. So for the past four and a half years, we've been pushing and working and making uh, things happen, and we found an incredible campus a couple years ago. It had some issues. We, we've had to work through a lot of, um, you know, debt issues that were on the property. But the St. Louis Mills uh, Mall, which is, you know, 92% vacant right now, and it's a 160-acre campus. We feel like it's, it fits perfectly for what we're trying to do in the youth sports industry. We'll be able to convert the 1.5 million square foot mall into six major sports venues. We're going to put ballparks on the parking lots, a huge dome on the parking lot. We'll have a stadium that will hold 2,200 people. We'll play baseball, softball, volleyball, basketball, uh, ice wow. hockey. We have um, eight beach volleyball courts, 10 pickleball courts. We'll host dance and cheerleading and gymnastics ch uh, championships. We'll have wrestling uh, regional and national tournaments. So the opportunity to do something really special right now, obviously, it's a community liability. Um, but thanks to the city of Hazelwood and St. Louis County and the Convention and Visitors Bureau, as well as the state of Missouri, we're going to create an incredible public-private partnership that's going to really help re, you know, rejuvenate this campus and, and make it a tourism attraction for kids from all over the country. Yeah, I mean, I love what I love what you guys are doing um, in regards to utilizing that space, um, because, you know, obviously that's a lot of real estate. That's a whole lot of real estate that's just sitting there just waiting to be used. So I think it's a brilliant idea that you guys are utilizing uh, that area for for the good and and being able to have it for the youth. Um, they need some place to go and have fun. They need a place to go. And, uh, there, there needs to be a place for sporting events and, and ceremonies and, and, and whatnot. So uh, I think that's really incredible. Um, so I also know that you guys are doing a graduation drive up. Can you explain a little bit? Yeah, about it's a drive-in drive graduation. Uh, we were approached by a couple of school districts who said, you know, can you help us try to figure out this graduation crisis? You know, the poor seniors of the class of 2022 have had their their senior year greatly disrupted by COVID-19. They've lost their proms. They've lost all their spring sports. They've lost all their spring plays and concerts. And, you know, to think that they're not going to have the right after 12 years of education to cross that stage in front of their loved ones and their families and their and their classmates. Um, it's an injustice and this this virus should not win um, we believe that we can come up with a solution that allows those graduations to move forward so 
I called some of my friends in the audiovisual world that I've worked with over the years and said, guys, what can we do? How can we create something that meets the COVID-19 health restrictions, but at the same time, give these kids the thrill and the opportunity to cross that stage, get that diploma, um, celebrate that day with their classmates, and more importantly, with their family, but do it in a safe way. So what we've created is a, we call it Project Drive-In Theater, and it'll be able to serve over 3,000 seniors of the class of 2020. Uh, we're going to do it over a 10-day period. Wow. Obviously, one thing we have out here at the Mills, the old Mills Mall is a lot of space. Um, we've got a parking field that can hold about 850 cars with a main stage and jumbotrons and food trucks to provide uh, curbside delivery food service. The only thing that will change about this graduation is that the kids will be spaced out a little bit more in the audience. Um, and, the, and the crowd, the family and friends who come to the graduation, instead of being packed into an arena shoulder to shoulder, they'll be in the comfort of their own car listening in HD radio and watching jumbotrons as their son or daughter crosses the stage. So uh, we're really excited about it. We're working with about five school districts right now. Several of them are going to their boards. They've already approved it at the superintendent level. Uh, now they just have to get final board approval. That'll come next week. So we have room, we think, for about seven more schools that we could uh, squeeze into this 10-day period. But the opportunity to give a graduation that's real and that, that uh, keeps it on time. We don't have to push this into, you know, never, never land and hope we do it in July or hope we'll do it in August. Yeah. We can do it yeah. in early June, give these kids the thrill of a real graduation and give the parents the opportunity to witness their son or daughter crossing that stage and get that diploma. Now, how many high schools are going to be involved in this? Well, we have nine already that have gotten through their their administrative approvals. Now they just have to get board approvals. Um, we have several others that are in discussions who've come and toured the property, uh, met with all of our great partners like Fogarty Services and Clancy Staging Company, uh, uh, Clancy Unlimited. We also have um, brought to you media, which is uh, two huge video trucks that'll bring in. We've got food providers. We've got uh, porta potty providers. Uh, everybody who's just stepping up in the community. We also have the need for some uh, great corporate support. We're in talks with several corporations to help sponsor and make these events happen. And more importantly, make them affordable and, and keep all that production costs down so that the schools can do this um, on the same budget or even a better budget than what they previously had planned. That's really excellent. Um, and it's a, wow, it's a really great idea. So Parents, so so just so I can understand this, because obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna play you know idiot savant here real quick. Um, okay. <laughs> parents can, because obviously a lot of parents are gonna be very concerned about in regards to uh, safe distance, uh, how they can you know be able to attend without actually uh, contracting anything, the the or you know avoiding any possibility of contracting anything. So let me ask you, in regards to the actual event for the parents and families that want to be a part of this, they are literally driving their car into the, the facility and are in their car watching their son or daughter walking across and getting their, getting their uh, diploma. Absolutely. Think of a drive-in movie theater, right? You, you stay in your car, you pull up, you have they have bellhops who come up and, and give you their, your popcorn and your, your sodas and your hot dogs, whatever you want to order. We're going to have yeah. text ordering so people can text in their orders and we'll deliver it right to their, to their door. Uh, they don't have to get out unless they have to go to the restroom. The restrooms will have sanitation stations, hand washing stations. We'll be making sure those stay uh, clean throughout the entire services. And more importantly, the students, because we have the entire mall, it's real easy to stage them pre-ceremony. Yeah. We'll put them in little pods of probably 15 to 20 kids. They'll all be socially distanced, six feet apart. These pods will be scattered throughout the hallways and the empty stores and allows them to then be brought out in a very organized manner. They'll all sit six feet apart in the crowd and, and we'll really be able to then dismiss them. We'll have music, we'll have uh, the keynote speakers, we'll the valedictorian will speak. It'll be a normal commencement. The only thing that changes is where the audience sits, that instead of it being in a large arena or an auditorium they're in the safety of their own car they're with the family members that they love and want to watch this they're listen, yeah. listening to yeah. it in you know high definition radio on an fm dial and uh, we'll be transmitting that broadcast we also will be live streaming the entire service with broadcast quality cameras uh, that allows people at home to uh, watch it on on a live stream and be able to really have a, an incredible experience and 
And again, just giving these seniors finally some sense of normalcy. The last two months has been anything but normal, right? <laughs> their the dreams of what their senior year has been disrupted. We think the one thing we can do is let it end right. Let let these kids get the graduation they deserve and they work so hard for and, and uh, make it as traditional and as normal and high tech and special and a really a memorable um, afternoon or evening with depend, depending on whether they, they want an afternoon or evening event. Um, we're going to keep it open for about 10 days and serve as many schools as we can in that window. Absolutely. You know, I, what I love about the about it is that, you know, bringing back some normalcy, bringing back, um, you know, honoring the, the students that have actually matriculated from those high schools, because a lot of these kids, you know, they've been waiting for this moment. They've been working so hard just to walk across and get their diploma, get their name heard walking up and getting the diploma and getting that photo and getting that memorable moment. And so the fact that you guys are doing something to try to uh, bring back that normalcy is so huge. So how does any, how does a, a student find out if their high school is involved in it or is there a way other high schools can maybe uh, hit you guys up in regards to maybe trying to be a part of this list as well? Absolutely. I think that, uh, you know, we're trying to get the word out to as many schools that this is open to them until we fill up and every time slot is taken. Um, you know, if you're a senior, if you're a senior parent, you know, this is something if you've seen this uh, segment on your show or in other media outlets, call your, your principals, call your superintendents, ask them if they've heard about this opportunity. You know, a lot of people right now, they're kicking the can, they're kicking the can down the road. Um, they're they're saying late July or early August. Well, that's a that's a complete unknown. If you're thinking you're going to get into an arena with three or four thousand people at the end of July or August, I'm, you know, I'm not thinking they're going to go from social distancing restrictions in June of 50 or 60 people. And then suddenly they're going to lift it to three thousand. Um, what I think is going to happen is these are just going to get canceled and they're yeah. going to do some virtual you know, hey, send in your video clip of you holding your diploma and share it with your, your students. I'm sorry, that's not a graduation in America. Um, we're, we're letting this virus win. And we've come up with a safe, easy, affordable way to give these kids what they deserve and what the their right is and what those parents' rights are too. These parents have also <laughs> sacrificed greatly over these years and they have the right to watch their child receive that hard-earned diploma. And and move on with the rest of their lives. That's another thing we've heard from a lot of faculty members at the schools we're working with. And they're like, we got a school year to worry about. We've got new safety restrictions to worry about. Do we really want to be running a, a high school graduation at the end, you know, end of July or early August? No, they don't. They want to get graduation over with. We can keep it on the same calendar schedule, get it done in early June and allow these schools to begin preparing for the 20, uh, 2020 and 2021 school year. And um, and more importantly, you know, kids going away to the college or going to the military or doing whatever, they're leaving now and they're leaving, you know, first part of, of August. They're not going to have the time to go to a high school graduation and many of them may be already off to their local colleges or being in the workforce and maybe can't get off work in their new job to go to a graduation. So, you know, we just think getting it done now, giving these kids a, a, an amazing experience and a high tech graduation and doing it at a very affordable cost uh, that the schools can afford who had already budgeted this in their budgets um, to give these kids this right is what we're working towards. Yeah, and I, I really commend you guys for just, one, thinking outside the box, um, doing what you guys are doing. This is, it's really incredible. But real quick, how can people go and, and contact uh, your, your organization or find out if their high school is part of this list? You bet. We'll be posting things and you can respond to it. Also, can message us at PowerplexSTL. Um, that's the easiest way to, to connect with us and, and reach out to us. You can message us at that as well. Uh, PowerplexSTL, we are happy to engage uh, both with school districts, but as well as parents and and, um, and kids and graduates who, who want to do this. The more support, obviously, we can get on PowerplexSTL for this idea and concept, the more schools might pay attention and and uh, you know, not keep kicking this date down the road. Let's beat COVID at least with one creative solution on one major problem that's facing every school district in America. Mm -hmm. uh, let St. Louis be a leader. We've not heard of anybody doing anything of this scale or magnitude to provide a real graduation experience on, on the calendar timing that it should occur. And that's at the end of May and early June. Uh, and we can do it safely. We've already uh, met with health officials. Uh, they've given us great leadership and 
and ideas that, that can keep uh, everybody safe throughout the whole process from the faculty, the administration, the board members who will all be a part of the ceremony. Everybody will be there and we can throw one heck of a party for the class of 2020. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of cars honking. A lot of honking yeah, cars. Know, <laughs> dude, I, I love instead of the air horns, we just pu push that horn on your steering wheel and it won't disrupt the, um, <laughs> in fact, I think it will add to the energy. We have omnidirectional mics, so uh, it won't hurt you hearing the name of the next person being read. If the horns yeah. are, are honking straight for an hour and 15 minutes, we're happy with that because uh, it's so spread out. It's outdoors. The, the sound's going to be deadened quite a bit and, and we'll be able to deliver you know, an amazing audio video experience. And these jumbotrons, by the way, they are unbelievable. They're 2.9 megapixels. And, and you know, in the industry, that is super bright. Yes. Uh, that is like um, what you normally see on inside uh, venues. These things will pop and be very visible during the day. You'll have great imagery. And there's four of those screens that surround the parking field. Yeah. And again, 850 cars, if you just put Four people per car, you're talking almost, you know, 3,500 people can witness each and every graduation. So uh, every school gets two or three parking passes per, per student, depending on the size of their school. And, um, you know, we can manage anything from a school of 100 graduates all the way up to about 600 graduates. That's awesome. Uh, and I'm, I'm super excited about it um, because, you know, one of the things is, is yes, it's, it's a new innovative way to get the graduations and the ceremonies happening um, and that's something that we need more than anything in the world. I mean, these kids couldn't even go to prom for crying out loud. And a lot of these kids were looking forward to not only prom, not only just graduation, but prom. So being able to give them at least graduation is huge, you know, and I commend you and Powerplex for, for doing something like this. So outside the box, but also so wonderful, you know, um, because these kids, Pascal, they've also. Pascal, they've also been stripped of all their athletics. I mean, to think of yeah. all those athletes in, in track and baseball and, in, uh, you know, swimming and golf and all the spring sports that are out there that we just have had to shut down. Um, and you throw prom on top of that, you just uh, you, your heart goes out to these kids. And Absolutely. the one thing probably in their their senior year spring that's more important than anything else is that day of graduation to celebrate with the classmates right. that they've been in school with for years and and to be able to celebrate that day and to do it with a, a first-class memorable, you know, high-tech, probably better than maybe they had planned previously, would just be a, a real carrot um, for them to be able to say, hey, at least we ended it in style. We Absolutely. ended it right with, with an amazing graduation. Uh, we do need we do need community support, corporate support. If people would love to step up and help sponsor these um, these graduations and help keep that cost down and make them even more special. We'd love to hear from companies that are interested as well. Absolutely. Um, so again, real quick, because uh, we have to get going, tell everybody, uh, especially corporations that are interested in sponsoring and helping out, where can they find, uh, where can they get the, find that information to you contact bet. Just you Just go to, to PowerPlex STL, you know, um, friend the page, and then we'll be able to talk through Messenger and we'll be happy to answer any questions or uh, reach back and connect to anybody, but through Facebook, uh, this platform, since they're watching you here, it's a great place to be able to kind of promote and and uh, get connected to anybody who wants to help or who has questions about the drive-in graduations. Again, PowerPlex STL, uh, easy to find and uh, join the family. This is going to awesome. be an amazing project and great for the region. Well, thank you, Dan Buck, for being on the show so much. Thank you so much. And uh, of course, be sure to check out PowerPlex LLC or STL, STL. sorry, PowerPlex STL on Facebook if you want to help out or if you're a student or a, a, a person, you know, or a high school that's interested in doing this exact same thing. We are here to get these kids exactly what they need, which is a proper graduation. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Dan Buck, thank you so much. We'll be right back with Kathy from Kathy Jenkins from Kathy's Kitchen. We'll see you guys in a minute. Bye. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. Dude, you're awesome, brother. You're awesome. Good Thank job. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Um, I'll be sure to put this out by itself here in a, in a few hours. And, you know, please uh, share, share, share. Let people know about it. You know, trying to give back as, and help out as much as I can here. All right. Dude, that's perfect. I'll, I'll make sure we got, we've got a small group, about 3,500 on the, on the, um, PowerPlex website already, but I'll make sure we push that out. And we've also got a lot of 
industry friends and people who will help push it out as well. Awesome. Just so you know, we do have commitments and, and I say commitments, it's kind of a formality. I can't mention them because they don't want their boards to get pissed that they already are being promoted. Oh, but sure. it's, Hazel, it's Hazelwood, which is awesome, Ferguson Fluorescent, and it's Rockwood. Oh, so nice. those, yeah, so that's the nine schools that are pretty much committed already. And we will uh, keep growing that. Don't mention that on the air yet, but I'll yeah. make sure when we when we get the final word, I'll let you know so you can celebrate that your hard work helped land those schools, baby. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Uh, so good to see you. It's good to see you. Talk to you soon, brother. See you, man. Stay healthy. All right, you too. Thank you. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. Good. Good to see your beautiful faces again. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So um, we're going to get started here in about one minute. Um, and, and basically, I'm just going to be talking to you guys about what you guys are doing in regards to uh, now that the state is starting to open. Um, you know, I know that, Kathy, you were just on and talking about how you are you know, that you guys are, are, are not going to be doing, not opening your restaurant fully, that you're going to be doing some more, just more drive, drive up, pick up, carry out type stuff. So um, that's the kind of stuff I wanted to talk with you guys about. We're going to jump okay. in here right now. Hey guys, we're back. And if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button on our Facebook page. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, you're listening on the radio, please. Thank you so much for listening, first off. And second, please hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on Twitter. And, of course, if you're watching this feed and enjoying everything that's going on, hit that like button on our feed down below. Anyway, I'm very, very honored to have the owners of Kathy's Kitchen back on the show. Hello. How are you both Hello, doing? Good morning. It's always good to be back. Thank you. Thank you. First off, thank you so much for jumping on at such a last minute. I know I hit you up late last night, but I saw your video in regards to how the state is starting to reopen and, and certain things are going to be back up and running like restaurants and, and, and other public places. And Kathy, you recently put up a video yesterday basically saying, hey, we are not going to be opening our restaurant, but we are still going to be doing carry out and delivery. Can you do you mind like uh, just delving in a little bit more in why you are you guys are deciding to do that? Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. We, uh, you know, we're just taking it step by step, day by day. We want to stay safe. We want to keep our workers safe. We want to keep the people that are buying food from us safe. Uh, it's just not a lot of information out there that's staying on one level. It's conflicting information. What's going on about people's health? And so we just want to be patient. You know, we uh, thank all of our customers for doing the delivery and the drive-up, so we're not allowing anyone to come in the restaurant. And so credit card only, no cash, and we're going to continue that until we see what's happening across the nation with uh, people's health. And so we're just going to be safe, pay it safe. Yeah. Um, now, now, is this something – because I commend you for that. Like, real talk, when I saw your, your video, I literally wanted to stand up I literally wanted to stand up and, and, and start applauding because I know that there's a lot of people. I understand that there's a lot of local businesses that are really needing the money, really need the business. But at the same time, I really commend you guys for going out of your way to say, hey, we're going to step back first and see what's going on before we actually just let the floodgates open. Um, because I know that there's a lot of people that are in dire need of some Kathy's kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Right. That they, that they want to sit in and they want to see the, your faces and they want to eat and dine in for sure. But at the same time, I, I, I am concerned about opening, you know, all everything, just opening up all these biz businesses, just opening up open Sesame. Um, Cause I do feel like that 
this is a, a, a time where we need to be very cautious. We need to take our time before we actually jump all the way into it. So you guys will still be, you guys will still be doing business as usual, but you guys will not be doing uh, your dining as of yet. Right. Well, well, it's tough. I mean, I think the hardest part really is trying to keep everybody employed. And it's not just the virus itself that's hurting us. It's the financial scenario that's hurting our communities, too. Yeah. So, you know, one of our goals at the very beginning, you know, we're, we are trying very hard that the people keep their jobs because some of us are essential workers, but there's a 50, 60 percent of us that's not. And they're the ones that are at home. So it's tough to look at somebody and say, oh, oh, I'm not going to open because Mary UE and right. Leeds bills and rent bills, they, they're all still coming. So these people are suffering. So I, I'll tell you from our point of view, it is hard, but we want to stay alive. Absolutely. Nothing greater than being alive, <laughs> you know. So you just got to sacrifice and do the best you can. I mean, and. You know, but I understand at the same time for those who can't do it. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so we're still doing the same thing. We're not accepting any cash. Yeah. Credit card only. I mean, we're still doing the things that we need to do to stay safe. And like I said, plan is by ear to see what happens with this reopening across the nation before we dive in. Right. Absolutely. And I, I think that is a very responsible and lovely thing that you guys are doing. Um, and I feel that. I, I mean, obviously, I can't tell every other business to do the, you know, what they should do. But I wish, I would hope that other businesses would follow in your footsteps because what you guys are doing is is very, very smart, and it's also very brave of you guys to take that stand and say, "Hey, we are going to take this time before we jump all the way in. We're we're still going to be a little cautious, test the waters first before we jump all the right. way in because you guys are thinking about not only you're not you're not only thinking about your 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 business but you're also thinking about the patrons that you have the customers that you have the people that love yeah, your we restaurant live. you know right. we want to live we want to live we want to <laughs> stay healthy yeah and that's first absolutely and then we want to keep everybody else healthy and absolutely. alive <laughs> absolutely and you know like I want to live too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like life. <laughs> I like life. So right. I, I commend you guys so much for doing that. And of course, uh, just please tell everybody where you guys are located one more time. And of course, you know, just give them the, uh, the details. All right. We're located in Ferguson, Kathy's Kitchen, 250 South Forest Road, Ferguson, Missouri, 63135. Our phone number is 314-524-9200. Our webpage is kathyskitchen.net. We uh, do all the delivery services. We do Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, and DoorDash. So you can also call in your order over the phone as well. But credit cards only. We are not accepting cash. So you have to call. Even if you walk up, even if you walk up, you still have to call inside of the restaurant to place your order over the phone. And that's just so that we're not having verbal contact face-to-face to take the order. Because you can't walk in the restaurant. Right, we have so a barrier. We've created a barrier out front, so you could come up front and stand behind that barrier, but you still have to call to place your order. Yes. Uh, see, like I said, credit, credit cards only. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's what I love about you guys is that you guys are doing everything you can to keep from, to, to help flattening the curve. And the fact that you are not trying to get anybody uh, sick is commendable the fact that you guys are not jumping all the way in and opening the doors wide open and saying come on in is very very commendable as well i mean i cannot tell you guys how much i appreciate you guys doing what you're doing you know um so thank you so much both of you for coming on to the show that really really means a lot thank you well thank you for having us we, we we love it and every time you ask us we're coming that's right you know i love that next time though I want some gumbo. <laughs> well, Just you know saying. exactly what to do, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Facts. You got me on that one. You got me on that one. <laughs> and I'll make sure no cash. 
you know, only <laughs> only plastic, no cash. That's right. Um, but uh, again, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank you. Have a good day. Just like that, guys, there are amazing companies, amazing restaurants that are all trying to get their businesses up and running and get things popping. But honestly, everyone needs to follow in suit just like Kathy's Kitchen. They're doing amazing stuff. Their food is amazing. But at the same time, they're first and foremost more concerned about keeping people safe. And I cannot do anything but commend them and give them mad props for that because that's what we need right now before we get all jump out there and dive into getting everything the businesses back up and running again i really do think that we need to take precautions take little baby steps before we open the doors all the way up people will support you guys all you businesses all you local businesses out there you will be supported you will be taken care of. Trust in it. But also think about the people who are coming in to patronize, that are coming in to give you money, that are coming in to buy your product. Think about them as well before you let the floodgates open. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. When we come back as entertainment news, we'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Take a tiny bit of a breathe, bathroom break here from uh, okay. I need to get Lydia on here too. She'll pick up. I'll be right back. Oh. Yeah. What's up, man? What's up, man? Oh, boy, oh, boy. 
Everything all right? Yeah. Oh, your face froze hard. Huh? I said your face froze hard. Oh, yeah. Your uh, Skype feed's really, really choppy. My Skype feed is really choppy? Uh-huh. Okay, let me call you back. up still the same still the same uh it, it'll probably just work itself out because my internet's yeah. very good my internet's very very good it is hot up in this piece yes yes to the lord yes anyway um Mm. Got 12 seconds. Mm. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being a part of the show. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button on our Facebook page. And of course... If you're watching on YouTube, my YouTubers, what's up, y'all? What's up, fam? Hit that subscribe button. Don't forget. And of course, you know, hit that like button underneath the feed if you're enjoying the information that we have on the show today, because there's a lot of stuff going on. The, the country is going to be opening back up slowly but surely, state by state. As you just saw just a second ago, we have people like Kathy, Kathy Jenkins uh, and her husband of Ka uh, Kathy's Kitchen popular very very popular restaurant here in st louis uh opening up their you know slowly opening up their doors uh before they the before they actually have more people coming in to dine in they are still going to you know keep going with the process that they have right now because they want to keep flattening the curve and of course they want to make sure that they want to test the waters they want to see what's going on out there in the rest of the world before they jump all the way in. And that's something that we really, we all really need to start doing uh, before we jump all the way into, okay, let's go to our local gym or, okay, let's go to the movie theaters or all that stuff. We need to check the waters. We need to test the waters before we actually jump in because you never know. There could be a second wave of, of disease. There could be a second wave of any of this stuff happening all over again. So they're doing their part in trying to help flattening the curve, even when the state, at least when our state, opens back up. I'm here with Jack. Jack's back with me. What's up, brother? Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? Going good, man. Going good. Um, but, you know, I, I have to say that, you know, I, I can't express enough how much I commend uh, that restaurant, that business from actually keeping their doors semi-closed you know um for the time being just to make sure that you know it's just so that they can kind of help stop the spread of the virus getting out there um especially with people who are especially with people who are of course all of us are fiending to get out all of us all of us are let's keep it real you know i am you know, I know Jack is, I know everybody is, but at the same time, we all need to, we all have a responsibility. All business owners have a responsibility of trying to help in whatever way they can to stop the, the spread, the, the stop the virus from spreading. And that's something I feel is extremely commendable that they are doing that. They're, they're, they're going out of their way to try to stop this bad thing from happening you know um or from this bad thing from spiking back up again um because of course there's a lot of people think yes open up the you know open up the doors open up the the state we need to make money we need to live but then there's a lot of other people out there too that are going wait a second are we really ready are we fully are we truly 110 percent ready to jump all the way out there and have normalcy back i don't know there's no right answer. There is no right answer. Cuz we don't know. I mean, I don't I'm not on the front lines 
You know, I'm not in the hospitals, nor am I part of the CDC, you know, nor am I a part of the World Health Organization. So I don't know the, the facts. I don't know everything. I'm not there with the hard truth. So the fact that they are going out of their way to keep just doing carryouts and, and, and deliveries is extremely responsible, extremely, you know? What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, I think that it's changing the restaurant industry for a long time. Um, I yeah. think there's going to be a couple of places that decide to open back up, let people in their doors, but maybe they can only have so many seats available. Yeah. Their table arrangements will have to be really specific. I wonder if they're going to, you know, if people do open up, if they're going to force them to have uh, different type of aeration systems within their businesses and buildings now in order to help sanitize or keep airflow going. True. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of big changes, um, I think, that will have to happen to have majority of the restaurants and bar businesses go back to how they were. Uh, yeah. I just don't see that for a real long time. I wonder if it's going to be a situation of because they have these new things called the halo that are sanitizing like that, that are helping sanitize uh, PPEs. Um, and, and, and certain items like that where they like hospitals and stuff are using those so that they don't have to throw like th so they, they can reuse masks and right. N95 uh, masks and all that. So they use this halo thing that literally is like mist. It's a mist. Um, and they put their they put their masks in a enclosed area and they turn this halo on. And then they just walk away. And then 12 hours later, they can come back and get their stuff um, or reuse their N N95 masks. And I'm wondering if they would do the same thing for, for uh, restaurants as well, um, using that halo. Like maybe they're only open for a certain amount of time a day, and then they use this halo to disinfect at night and then, you know, lather, rinse, repeat type of thing. You know, or maybe, right. or maybe it's one of those things where – Restaurants are only open for a certain amount of time a, a day, you know, that, that could be it too. That could be an option to help stop the spread, to help stop people getting sick. I, I don't know. I mean, restaurants, we will never truly know because no matter what, if you've read Kitchen Confidential, man, you guys need to read Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential and it'll, yeah. it'll blow your mind. It's a very good book, and he speaks the truth on how food is handled. Period. Behind closed doors, behind the behind the chef, behind the cook line, how food is handled. I'm sure things have changed since then, and I'm not sitting here saying that all restaurants are unsanitary, but the, the he speaks the truth on how food is handled, and it's amazing how much how many times your food is actually touched. Before right. it actually hits your 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 dinner table, before you know the dining table, uh, you know where you're going, um, and how many people are touching it, it's unbelievable. But anyway, I would definitely want to see something. Uh, you know, I would want to know more uh, about what they're going to do. Restaurants, like what ways and what ways are the, they going to keep things sanitary and safe? Because I feel like that's going to be ground zero. For a lot of people getting sick. Right. Because we're not going to movie theaters. I would hope not. <laughs> movie theaters, we're not going to any live concerts anytime soon. As far as I know. No live yeah. events. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only place. Restaurants are going to be the only place. So I, I'm curious. To everybody who's watching and listening right now, please comment down below and let me know what you think. You know, do, do we... Do we keep things going as they are right now, or do we relinquish some 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 of these uh, rules that have been that have been bestowed upon us? Yeah. You know, do we go back to regular life, or do we keep things exactly how they are for right now? Comment down below. Let me know what you think. You know. Because that's some interesting yeah. stuff, y'all. I mean, I've seen, like, businesses that are – I've been driving around, uh, like, when I was looking for toilet paper and stuff, and you're seeing these restaurants are doing actually full-on construction outside the front of their businesses in order to set up these, like, takeaway spots and, like, oh, yeah. uh, 
curbside delivery type of stuff. Uh, and so, like, full modifications are happening. Uh, I imagine that they'll never go back to having a full staff. Um, there's going to yeah. be a large percentage of the population that's stuck in un unemployment or having to look for a different type of job. Yeah. Uh, maybe a lot more delivery drivers, I guess, in the future. Um, because instead of working at the restaurant, they'll you know, they'll be driving the food someplace. Uh, I, I guess you'd still be a server. It just takes you 40 minutes round trip to go drop the food off. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that and that's yeah. the that's one thing that I get concerned about is is exactly that <clears throat> is um I mean here it is if you really think about it for any person that's in the restaurant industry and is, is making their buck making their money that way and they lose their job there's plenty of opportunities to be doing delivery services all day long now I know a lot of people don't like that but that's a that's an option that's definitely an option. Or you become a, an essential worker. So then you never are out of a job. You know, if you, right. there's plenty of people, there's plenty of, there's plenty of job openings for, for, you know, to be part of a medical staff, uh, to be a tech, uh, to be, to even trash, uh, even garbage, you know, you know, waste, you know, waste management, the whole nine. There are plenty of places for people to get jobs. You know, we need we need people like like that that are willing to do those jobs. There's plenty of options out there for people to take if it ever gets if the times get tough, if the goings gets tough. You know what I'm saying? So because yeah. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I've been bartending and no, 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 no. Now I can't even bartend. It's like. I understand that, and that sucks. That sucks that you can't. That sucks that you can't work right now. But there are jobs out there that aren't slinging drinks, and I know a lot of us because I used to bartend for a long time, and you get addicted to the fast money. It's fast money. You see it right in your hands. But if you can't do that right now, if you can't bartend right now. There are other options to go down. There's other avenues you could walk down. Just a thought. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, think like about walking it. dogs. Yeah, there's, you could be a dog walker. You could, you could, if you're big into dogs, you could start your own dog grooming, um, dog grooming business. There's plenty of people that need that. Um, you know, as long as you keep it on, uh, in a very sanitized kind of angle. You know what I'm saying? There's there's plenty of things that you can do. Uh, Carl uh, from UK. Carl, what's up, man? Carl G, what's up, my brother? Thank you so much for tuning in. He said the, the economic fallout from the pandemic is going to be huge. It's going to take a long time for things to get back to how they were. And I, ex I totally agree. Yeah. It's going to take a while. You know, th that is very, very true. But... We all have to survive somehow. And instead of everyone going and, you know, raiding each other's houses, you know, uh, breaking and entering and, and, and causing violence upon each other, acting, the only way that we can do things like a, as acting members of society, not as like not like savages, is to find option B or at least have option B in your back pocket just in case ish hits the fan. That's all I'm saying. That's all I say. But I do think that we need to be extremely cautious when the, when the states, when the country, whatever country you're watching this in, because we international, y'all. You got to be extra cautious when whatever country opens up. We must be extremely cautious. We can't do this like we can't just jump all the way in. Hey, let's hit the public pool and all that stuff. And if you hadn't seen my video, you need to go check it out. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm talking about is our country ready? Like truly, is our country ready? Like I said, I don't care about, ooh, you know, showing off that new bikini and blah, blah, blah. No, nah, you're going to get the Rona, man. Like it, this is not the time to just jump out there and go ready. You know, I got to show my, my summer body. No, no, you can, you can, you can holster that summer body for a while. Cause I don't know if this summer is going to be normal. Yeah. Like, like just what we just talked about. We just had 
uh, Dan Buck on. No relation to Jack Buck, by the way. But Dan Buck was on, and he was talking about how they are going to do graduations for, for, uh, for June. They're going to do graduations in their cars. They're going to do a drive-in graduation, which I think is brilliant. I think it's bloody brilliant. And then the students get what they need, which is a time to shine for all of their hard work. But at the same time, at the same time, that's what they're doing to, to stop from a spread from happening. We all have to do alternate things like what we're doing with this show. Right. This is an alternate this is an alternate reality <laughs> of the show. You know how many times this show has morphed? This show has morphed so many different times. Real talk. All right. We've had many, <laughs> many generations of this show. Okay. There's been right. the Pascal show uh, uh, one. Now we got the, the Pascal show six, I think. 6.0. I think it's 6.0. You know what I'm saying? It's morphed many different times. Something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're like a cockroach. You know, we, you know, the, a nuke can go off and we'd still be here. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a variation. We might have <laughs> only four legs instead of eight. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I think it's important that we all stay smart with what we are doing. And, and I know that everyone's itching crazy to get out and all that. Yes, go get out. But at the same time, do it with, with, within some intelligence. That's all I ask. A tiny, tiny bit of intelligence before we jump all the way in. And before we continue this conversation, I do want to say at the 11 o'clock hour, we do have a live performance from Laka, uh, Laka Laka. I keep on messing that up. From Laka Laka. And she's very, very talented. The musical stylings of Laka Laka is going to be live at 11 a.m. That's a lot of L's. La, 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 la. <laughs> anyway, she'll be performing live on the show today. And like I always <laughs> said, there's a lot of, lot of L's. Um, but uh, by the way, you, everybody who's watching from all over the world, I would love to hear your voice. I want to hear your voices, okay? So give us a call at 314-766-4581. The number's right over Jack's head right now as we speak. I want to give away this mug. I'm in a giving mood. I want to give this mug away. If you're in Scotland watching, if you're in the UK watching, if you're in Sweden watching, if you're in Tennessee watching, give us a call. This show is international, baby, and I want to see how far this mug can get. Give us a call, 314-766-4581. Thank you. Jack's doing his Vanna White. And, yes, yeah, see, I, I'm blowing that, mic, that uh, saxophone. I am uh, not blowing. I'm playing. I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind. I'm doing something to that microphone and his, uh, that saxophone, and it's not pretty at all <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh carl uh said uh uh carl just said I'm, I'm really starting to miss the live sport on tv football rugby f1 it'll be great when things get back to normal and yeah it'll be great when things it'll be great when soccer like football soccer rugby baseball, all that stuff. When all that stuff gets back up and running again, that'll be amazing. It'll be a huge breath of fresh air. But are we ready for it right now? We're not ready for it right now, I don't think. I don't know if we're fully 110% ready, ready, ready. <laughs> Jack's just... No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. No, I just don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I wonder how Sweden how Sweden doing their bars and restaurants. That's what I'd like to know. You know, I, I want to know how they're doing because they haven't shut anything down. So, are the bars and restaurants still going full operational and like normal, like packed house type of stuff? Yeah, and, 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 and Emil, uh, you know, if you're Can't still imagine, imagine if they are. 
Yeah, and Emil, if you're if you're still watching, he's he lives in Sweden. He's you know he's watching all the way from Sweden. So definitely comment down below and let us know um, because I would know I would like to know if how you guys how your country's actually proceeding in it because if you guys have only had only a few uh, coronavirus uh, issues or um, uh, people who got who contracted the coronavirus i'm interested to see what you guys are doing right now if you guys are still just doing business as usual or if everything's really shut down now i know that you guys have that festival that got shut down i get that but i'm curious to see what you guys are doing in regards to just everyday life you know are the bar are the bars open is everyone getting just completely drunk is everyone getting pissed? Is everyone getting pissed out there? You know what I mean? That's what I They're like open. They're but they're open. putting chicken manure inside of it, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chicken manure all over. Just sprinkle some chicken poop. Just, just sprinkle some chicken poop. They'll be fine. Sp sprinkle some crack. <laughs> I don't know. I digress. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to go into a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we got the musical stylings of the very talented Laka Laka live on the show in just a few moments. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Oh. Oh, boy. All right. So I will hit you back up here in a minute. Feed like two minutes behind. Yeah, I've noticed. It's on crack. All right. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you in a bit. Peace.